Hello everyone, it's your host Udaya Man and back again with another episode of Unveil. So today we have a very different and an interesting kind of episode. It's going to be in a discussion format basically. And I have with me here two wonderfully talented individuals with an astute sense of dignity and has that particular quality by which they can mesmerize their audience with their powerful speaking. I invite Ms. Devika Kudujadri and Tamanna Aji to our show. Welcome to Unveil with Adai. Thank you Adai for inviting to your show. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. That's great. Even the most common point between us is that we we study together for law entrance and uh, we are good friends also. You might see that connection later on. Okay, so basically what we are going to talk about in this episode is the infamous case of and uh, that has been discussed for over the past century and was proposed by BJP in uh, in the Indian constitution and it is uh, it is basically been explicitly mentioned in the article 44 of the Indian constitution that is the uniform civil code exactly is this proposed uniform civil code so uniform civil code is a proposal in india to formulate and implement secular personal laws of citizens which apply on all citizens equally regardless of their religion so it is basically a formulation of a law that is going to unify all personal laws and uh, all criminal laws etc so currently the personal laws of various communities are governed by their religious scriptures implementation of a uni- universal c- uh, civil code uniform civil code across the na- nation is one of the contentious promises pursued by india's ruling bharatiya janata party bjp so i think it's best if we start this discussing about this from the roots of this concept of uniform civil law so deviga let's start with you give us a brief yeah. blast from the past about uniform civil code Uh, actually the origin of the ucc was back to the colonial india when the british government submitted its report in 1835 so stressing the need of uniformity in the codification of indian law uh, like there are so many crimes evidence and contracts recommending the personal laws in hindus muslims and several other religions so based on these recommendation there was a bill that is adopted in 1956 as the hindu secession act that amend to codify the law relating to the interstate or unwell secession among hindus buddhists jains and sikhs and several other religion so in order to bring a uniformity among different religious group the court have often said the judgments that the government should move towards the uniform civil code yeah that's true and back then the british insisted that personal laws of hindu and muslim should be kept outside of codification which then leads us to our next question and a landmark in the context of ucc that is uniform civil code the significant need for a uniform civil code i think was brought to the limelight in the 1985 shahbano case so tamanna 
what exactly do you think was the social situation back then and what is the prominence of that case in the current plight for a uniform civil code okay so back in 1985 the situation was completely different from what we see today and the shabano case was one of big great relevance back then because it not only sparked a discussion about ucc back in uh, back in those days but it was also a certain landmark for muslim women as it was one of the first time when women were actually fighting for their rights and that through muslim women while filing a case knowing what their rights were and knowing what they deserve so basically what the shabano case is all about it is about a 62 year old muslim woman shabano who filed a case in court stating that she required maintenance from her husband and her husband refuted this uh, case by stating that he only needed to pay her maintenance for a specific period after their divorce which is about 3 uh, 3 lunar moons apparently so afterwards he he was no longer liable to pay her any maintenance is what he claimed but after a long drawn out legal battle the judgment was stated by the supreme court saying that he needs to pay her a regular amount of maintenance as stated in the laws because she is unable to look after herself or to work for herself and she requires maintenance not just for herself but for her children as well and so supreme court gave a verdict in her favor so as i mentioned earlier it was of great relevance back then as it caused a lot of controversies amongst people there were lots of discussions debates there were many who were against it many who were for the decision and it was during this time that the need for a ucc emerged actually because based on muslim personal laws but her husband's trade was correct he only needed to pay her maintenance for a specific period of time afterwards he was no longer liable for it but based on the laws of the state in our constitution if she is unable to take care of herself or is unable to work for her livelihood then she is liable for maintenance from her husband so in a way it was contradicting one another and because of this a sort of discussion emerged among the people or all over our country saying that maybe a ucc or a uniform civil code is necessary if you could somehow uniform or unify all these various fragmented laws that are present and find one common solution for these issues it would be of great help and relevance in such situations like this So the Shabana case was definitely of great relevance back then, and even today, as we still continue our debate on UCC. That is true. I mean, Shabana case is one such interesting thing because it can also, uh, in you know, uh, in a way, talk about the discrimination of women in those days. And I think Uniform Civil Code is kind of like essential in overcoming uh, and uh, establishing women empowerment in our current uh, era. and supreme court had said uh, during those times had said that a common civil code would help the cause of national integration by removing the disparate loyalties to laws having conflicting ideologies in the case of muslim laws so now it's time to move on to our era where uniform civil code has almost become a hard to attain necessity where as a world and especially our generation is moving forward with the global principles of equality humanity and modernity i feel the importance of uni- a uniform code has increased drastically so what do you think is a uniform civil code is what do you think the uniform civil code the way to go in the future for india or and do you feel that it is going to be a major developmental revolution in the coming decades uh it is always like a development because the need of uniform civil code has been felt for more than a century that is the country has already suffered a lot because of the absence of it like for the national integration 
We wanted to um, unify the court for the imperative both for the minorities, especially uh, the women and the religious minorities. For promoting the national unity and solidarity and for the development, we require the UCC. And also, there is another thing like gender justice. So when there is a right in women and there is usually there's a limitation in the patriarchal disclosure through the religious laws. So when UCC is usually liberating the women from the patriarchal domination and provide them with right to equality and liberty. I mean, that's true. And I think it is a major developmental evolution because uniform civil code, especially in uh, coming in coming decades, and considering the way our generation is going, is absolutely needed. But then there are a lot of negative sides to it. So while we are at it, might as well cover what would be the negative effects of the implementation of the uniform civil code in the short term and the long term. And is now the right time to go for implementing this? Tamanna, what what is your say on this? Okay, like anything else in this world, even the UCC or Uniform Civil Code has a lot of pluses and minuses, like positive and negative aspects. So we cannot fully say that it is not right, nor can we fully say that it is, that it is absolutely right. So when we focus on negative aspects, one main negative aspect that everyone is arguing on, or that is the main fact that enforces this entire argument against UCC, is that it is said to be clashing with the right to freedom of religion or Article 25 of the Constitution. Many people believe or they stating that these separate personal laws are somehow or are a way in which people are practicing or in a way are getting the right to practice their own religion and uh, the creation of a UCC or a Uniform Civil Code which states equal laws for all the same laws for all of different religions, castes and creeds is some way in a way clashing with this right of theirs. And this is a main argument that is going on against UCC and like I said, the main enforcing point of it as well. So like I said, this is the main negative part of it. And once again, not everyone will agree with it and not everyone will be against it as well. There are many who say that this argument is true and because of this we cannot implement it. But there are others who are saying that it is not completely accurate and it's not a major reason to not implement it as well. It depends on a person's perspective that whether this is a really negative aspect of implementation of UCC or not largely depends. And on whether it's a right time to implement it now, we can definitely say that it is a better time to implement it. Because based on the previous years, like back in 1985 when the original argument arose, it's definitely better to implement it now than back then. But is it the best time? We cannot really say. Maybe the condition will be more better in the future and it will be much more easier to implement it then. Or maybe it will grow worse and maybe it's better implemented now. Those are certain yeah. uncertainties we can never accept. That's true. I yeah. mean, uh, at a point we have to uh, somehow start this because, uh, you know, we wait for the right time and there is actually no right time to implement it. Because I think, uh, you know, implementation of Uniform Civil Code should be a evolutionary uh, thing. And you can only do it like step by step. You can just, you can't just, you know, introduce it directly into the constitution and hope that everything is going to go right because it is going to be have uh, going to be a step to step thing. And I think that is the right way to go about it, isn't it, Devika? What do you say? Yeah, about? it is. Because as a uh, as country with diversity, for India to uplift all the religion together and having the cord is important. And it is somewhat people say that it is having the cord because uh, for having India 
as a, a diversified country, we have to have all the people together so that a court can be made and make every people happy and uh, without much conflicts. We require the, the country without conflicts. That is the basic thing. And I think that is uh, that is somewhat of an, like an idealistic view because no yeah. one is going to be happy. Like I mean, no one is no one is going to be completely happy with this because uh, everyone has their own different opinions and and of course there is this thing where whatever is introduced will always be critically misunderstood by a section of people and there is always yeah. going to be some misconceptions about such a sensitive and a revolutionary topic. So Devika, yeah. what are some of the common misconceptions that you have heard regarding the Uniform Civil Code? The main uh, misconception is that they say that, the people say that they destroy the religious practice and they continue to compel and follow a particular region my majorities. Yeah. So the minorities feel that the majority are compelling them to do uh, a court which helps them to uh, you know, destroy their religious practices and this conflict of freedom of religion with equality before law and right to equality. That is the main problem that people say that they don't want a UCC. And the other thing that we have a, having a misconception is that unawareness that the people is regarding the objects of UCC. The reason is a lack of education or because of fake news that is um, and irrational religious beliefs. That is the main misconception, I guess. Yeah, that is true. I mean, I have heard some wild theories regarding Uniform Civil Code. Uh, first of all, even I used to believe some of them. So, even I am a victim of that, I could say. But then, yeah, uh, the, one, the one of the things I have heard that like Uniform Civil Code completely takes off reservations. That is one thing I yeah. thought was right. <laughs> but then, yeah. yeah, once I studied about it, I understood it completely. So, now it's the part which is the most interesting one. Uh, what are your ideas and solutions to solve this protest against the implementation of Uniform Civil Code if you think it is necessary? And uh, what would be changed? You would, uh, what would be changed? You know, you uh, like what would what are the changes you would make to make it more better? You know, keep and keeping in mind the interests of the people as in general. Any one of you can answer. Tamanna, you can start. Okay, so actually a main thing that we all can do is actually the major misconceptions. It's correcting them. Like Tevika said earlier, unawareness is the major issue over here. Like just like Uday, even I have heard a lot of wild theories about it and had a like I had like I was completely clueless, we could say. Like all I knew were all these different theories and everything else everyone else was saying about it. So as an individual, I did not have much of an idea what it was. But it was when I started my own research, when I studied more in depth about this, that I understood actually what UCC is. Like I was able to get a clear idea of what are the pros, cons, what's it, what is it all about, who is it affecting, what is it going to happen when it's implemented. And that definitely gives a much more clearer picture. So if people can be more aware about it, it won't solve all the issues that are prevailing around this, but at least a certain portion of let's say the population will have much more clearer idea so they won't be misled through all these theories that are being you know that are flying around or uh, like you know it's a direct source of information that they're getting first-hand information it's not being uh, told by someone else to them so always they can trust that uh, like what do you say that particular type of information they can what do you say they can make a decision based on the information that they get like that so it will help them come to a stand on whether they are against UCC, whether they are for UCC, what UCC is all about and exactly what their stance should be in this. So definitely spreading awareness is the major thing we can do. 
and i'm pretty sure that lens of a lot of issues as well because throughout the discussion it's been pretty evident that these misconceptions are causing a lot of issues as well regarding this i do agree with tamanna and i am adding one more point is that we can have um, you know uh, goa as a shining example to ucc because due to the features it contains that you uh, goa's ucc has set compulsory marriage registration and prohibition of polygamy or bigamy uniform age in marriage and men and women and consent of men and women in performing a marriage and this is some of the uh, taking goa as an example we can have a ground of implementing ucc at the national level too Mm, that is true. I mean, Goa is a shining example because they follow this uniform civil code. It is also, I think, known as Goa family law or something. I'm not sure about that. As Goa family. Yeah. So uh, that is that is there, and I think Goa is one of the best examples India can take and uh, look forward to implement in all the states. And uh, raising awareness is one such important and a very essential feature that must be done because. uh you know a lot of people are not aware even those who live in the city i'm not just talking about the rural people i'm jo- i'm talking about the people living in the cities also because even though all these social media everything is existing you know people usually prefer to watch uh, mass media entertainment including me you know every all the entertainment stuff and i think uh, they overlook the many small small details regarding uh, such a revolutionary thing which is going to affect them in the future and many many of them overlook that aspect of it and i think uh, that is one area where the government has to take measures to uh, make and and make an effort you know to you know actually raise awareness in the minds of the people and they have to adopt you know modern steps like uh, social media awareness campaigns and even more modern as the world changes and the technology grows they have to grow along with it because at at the present condition the government is staying back i think like 2 years from what is currently and technologically acceptable and india and it is shown in the overall development of india too you know uh, even though in, we have uh, india is such a big country with a lot of population we track back we are dragged back by a lot of technological um you know failures and uh, and that is why i think we lag back in, in many areas whether it's sports you know we lag back in olympics we lag back in developmental uh, areas and uh, everything related so i think uniform civil code is one such thing that has to be implemented in a very evolutionary process and that is the best way to go about it so that's it from today's episode i had a wonderful time chatting with both of you and listening to your ideas and solutions how did you like it Okay, honestly saying this was an amazing experience for us as well. Like we got to share our points and we all learned something about UCC. Like we all had our specific set of information and all we knew about it and our ideas and theories based on it. So sharing it definitely, like I said, gives us a clearer idea, a clearer viewpoint. And definitely sharing information is good. It spreads awareness and it's definitely something that we all need to do. And Like you know, people are it. We definitely we are a bit restricted in that area, but then getting a chance to do it is definitely wonderful. Yeah, same for me because you know, speaking on my views uh, regarding a certain topic, and especially Uday told me about this topic, and I was confused. Like I also thought the same thing as Uday that uh, it is for the res- reservation of people and all. And my misconception was removed when I researched on this topic, and it led me a great difference. Yeah. 
see that is the best example and people of our age are mostly overlooked actually and i had this experience many times i'm sure you have had that too because uh, we are in a uh, stage where you know we are considered as kids and adults basically so uh, sometimes our opinions are overlooked and unveil is totally about that it is giving a platform for our generation to come forward and express themselves so that is that has been my ideology from the start to uh, start this podcast and i think uh, yeah <laughs> basically it's going in, it's going in a good direction because i have such wonderful guests like you and so everyone who's watching this video if you liked it i mean yeah if you enjoyed it like the video subscribe to the channel if you are new around here and and i think uh, you might be familiar with tamanna i forgot to mention that earlier we have done an episode uh, regarding dissecting the judiciary system in uh, it will be available in spotify apple tunes etc so go check that out if you haven't seen it and that's it so uh, so it's your host today i'm men signing off bye bye